Coming up on Education Talk, our fall sports preview continues with a look at the ladies of our Polk County Public School varsity teams. The competitors are here, and it all starts right now. One, two, three, four. It's time for our weekly education discussion. It's getting better all the time. Featuring students, teachers, and business partners in the Polk County Public Schools. To admit, it's getting better. is Education Talk. Get interactive now with Talk 1430 WLKF. Well, good afternoon, Polk County. This is Jessica Hall and Jeanette Crowley in studio, as you heard today with the continuation of our fall sports preview. And we are talking all day today with our girls' athletics teams. Jeanette, I know you're excited about having this discussion get underway right away. I am. I'm a runner and I um, I love participating in sports and have since I was a child. So um, I'm so thankful all of our coaches are here today. We'll go ahead and introduce them soon and get into the discussion. But um, like we've mentioned before with all our back to school and fall previews, that um, it's such an exciting time of the year. It's busy, I think, for all the schools. And um, But what a great time of the year. And, and, and talking about sports is um, something that I love. <laughs> and, you know, we've got in the fall, we have um, cross country, volleyball. We have golf and as well swimming. And um, the only one there that's not offered both for girls and boys there's volleyball that's uh, only for the girls so today we're going to have the discussion with our volleyball coaches from around the county and uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it and kick it off with um, the conversation about cross country and I I think you know since Jeanette is our in-house runner she gets uh, first dibs. (laughs) (laughs) Well thank you first I'd like to introduce our cross country coaches that we have here for our girls athletics we have Milton Lyons from Lakeland High School welcome to the show Milton. Thank you Jeanette appreciate it. You're welcome. We also have Coach Horner from Lake Region. Welcome, Coach. Thank you. Glad to be here. We also have Coach M from George Jenkins. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Happy to be here. You're welcome. Um, I know I, we got a little bit talking before the show and stuff, but um, I want this show is about you guys and your teams and stuff too. Um, but I do have, uh, we, you can explain a little bit more when we get into it, but um, I do have a love for running. <laughs> I'm a runner at heart and um, enjoy doing that and competing and, and encouraging others around me to, to be competitive and and to participate as well, um, enjoy it. But um, we're going to start with you, Coach Lyons. I know that last year at Lakeland, you were third in the county. So if you want, just tell some of our listeners a little bit more about your program and who you have coming back and um, and explain the process for those listeners that maybe don't know, like how the actual like individual and team um, points work for cross country. Okay. Um, the way the team works in the co- team competition individual aspect is um, you have five runners, and um, those five runners come into a certain place. It could be uh, two, six, eight, ten, five, and whatever those places are. And then you add up all those uh, places that your top five runners get, and then you add them together. The team that has the lowest score by adding all those places together at the end of the meet, um, that's how you know the first place is determined, second place, and third place. And by coincidence, which um, we see this probably once or twice a year, where two teams will end up tying, and um, after you add all their five runners together, the placement um, it'll go to their sixth runner, and then um, whatever the sixth runner place, um, that will determine who gets 
you know, th- which team beat another team. Right, right. Okay. And I know you kicked off your preseason meet um, this past weekend, um, and you all have explained that you have an upcoming meet at Holloway Park this Saturday, too. Um, but typically, how, like how many girls do you have on your team this year? Uh, this year, um, we, I think, double on numbers. Um, this is my second year coaching. Um, so we were had nine girls last year and we're up to 19 this year. Okay, so do you? Um, so you're up to 19. Wow. Okay, so who are the returning starters for you, or stars on the team? Um, our top three runners is uh, will be Emma Moses, Sophie Valenti, and Cameron Lewis. Um, the great team. Um, and the who's going to round up our fourth and fifth runner? Um, still, de- still determined. We got a couple of freshmen and a couple of JV runners um, that will be looking to be in the top five. So, Coach Meskman, you uh, you're coming to us today as the first place reigning county champ from last year. Um, you know, w- what is the regimen in the off season to keep the girls up? Oh, I I work them hard. Uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. We actually, after track gets over, all my cross country girls they get two weeks off, and then after that two weeks, I give them a schedule what to do on their own for three weeks because you can't touch them until after school gets out. So the very first Monday that school gets out. We start meeting, and we during the summer, I meet with them four days a week. The other two days a week, I give them something to do on their own, and then I give them one day a week off. And our mileage, depending on the age of the girl, like my senior girls this year, they got them up to a high of 51 miles. My younger girls, up to a high of 32 miles per week. I'm stressing to get around like Hollingsworth. <laughs> this is not my. This sport is not my calling. <laughs> and we were talking during the break too earlier that you're actually out there running with the girls too. Yes. Right. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So we're going to go over here and co- talk with Coach Doc. <laughs> um, how does a Polk County line up competitively against other regions? Well, I think we do. We have many good individuals. Dale's got a great team that hangs in there. I think all of us are a little bit of disadvantage. We don't have feeder programs. We don't have grade schools. We don't have middle schools coming back, which helps. Um, so I think we're competitive. We're just not top teams in the state yet. Right. Well, tell us a little bit about your team coming back from last year. Our team coming year. back. I bring back five of my top six runners. I lost one senior. They're doing real well. I have 30 girls out, which is the most I've had out ever. Awesome. Um, I don't know how many are going to stay with me because I don't let them – just walk they have to run so we'll see what develops and how many stay through the year well good well good so what are some keys uh to success that you know in your coaching careers that you guys have experienced so what are some things and impacts that you want to leave with your runners well i think you know i think running is a good discipline it it teaches you toughness if you're an athlete and a scholar it teaches you how to budget your time and I emphasize in making them good citizens. I mean, this is more than just running. Right. This is making people in the future. Mm-hmm. Coach Lyons. Um, I mean, discipline is the, probably the biggest thing that I think it teaches the kid um, because whatever you get out of into, or whatever you put into the sports, what you can get out of it. It's just plain and simple. If you run more, you're going to be faster. If you don't run more, you're not going to be faster. It's a very simple, simple sport. And this is. Uh, I don't know, Dale, probably the same thing, right? Yeah, I yeah, I take a lot because I've, like Doc and Milton, I've got 25 years out in the business world, just not as a teacher, but out working in the business world. And so I really try to take a lot of those type of lessons and I tie it to the girls day in and day out of what they're doing to, so they can see how what they're doing today will transfer out to when they get out into the real world. 
Right, right. And we were talking with our football coaches last week, too, about that same thing, you know, setting goals. And it's not just, you know, the running aspect, like you guys said. It's you're learning so many more life skills and taking those with you and your teachers, your mentors, your coaches for them. And you're making that impact with them. And um, I'm sure it's very rewarding when those student athletes come back to you and um, thank you for everything Mm -hmm. that you did for them and the impact that you made in their lives. Well, we've got a full show today. Lots of coaches all lined up, and we want to get them each to the mic. So we thank you guys for joining us today, and um, stay with us. We've got volleyball coming up on deck, and they'll be with us. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and 96.7. I almost wanted to scream along with that song. You can't help not just get right into it um we are talking fall sports and you know these are the these are the songs that really i think all of our coaches are probably familiar with on the playing field get your teams hyped up um and all month long we've been talking about sports uh we were just having the conversation with our cross-country coaches across the county and now we're introducing our volleyball teams we have um here in the studio with us now coach bach from auburndale welcome thank you and we also have coach damaris flores from winter haven high school welcome coach thank you happy to be here and coach bickerton over at george jenkins welcome to the show thank you so much so we're, we're tossing over now to um the conversation about volleyball which is more of a team sport um cross country is team but it's kind of a team individual dynamic you guys deal a little bit more on with your teams on strategy and um specific things that you're aiming for against each comp- uh, competitor as you're going in each match and um you know it's a little different than what we had you know, in the conversation with cross country. So I'm interested to see, I just enjoy the fact that you're all sitting here and, um, you know, let's see which one of you is going to, um, you know, go across the table at the other, because <laughs> you've got a strong competition coming up. Yep. You're already throwing bows over there. I see you coach Damaris. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with you then. Um, coach Bach over at Auburndale. What does a season look like for the lady bloodhounds this year? Uh, our season this year looks, um, promising. We're very young. We just have um, one returning senior, and we have three returning juniors. So we're very young. We're learning more about the game every day, but it's very promising. And that is a good question because um, as you bring in um, your junior varsity and you begin to structure you know, a hierarchy with your t- players coming in, um, you get players really of all backgrounds, all different levels of yes. understanding of the game. Um, so when they come in young, I'm, I mean, what kind of what are you really looking at with some of your players? Do at the JV level, do they come in not knowing anything about the game? They just want to play a sport, or well, at Auburndale they come in usually not knowing a lot about the game. Uh, we don't have a lot of girls that are participating in club, which we're trying to get that turned around. Um, but what we look for mostly is someone who's coachable, who listens, has positive attitude, hustles, and plays with heart. Because any day of the week, I'll take a player with that. Because you know you can make changes, and they're open-minded to it, and they work hard regardless of the situation. So, Coach Bickerton, you're you're coming to us, and um, your team has had a pretty long-standing record as a championship team. What does it mean? You know, like she said, heart. You're coming in with heart. What does the pride for your team really add um, in the in the overall drive? Well, I think the the pride there, you know, they come in wanting to continue what we've had. They um, 
they want to continue it on the court. They want to continue it in the classroom. They want the teachers to say, hey, that's a volleyball player. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that that tradition really brings that out of the kids. That's cool. That's cool. Um, that Eagle Pride really comes out, right? <laughs> it really does. You know, and it, they go to other sports and they want to show that they're there for the other teams. And um, it really is like school spirit. So That's awesome. Who are the returning starters? Tell us a little, about, a little bit about your team this year. Okay, well, I have uh, five seniors coming back. Uh, Dahari Tompkins, she's going to be a right side for me. Andrea Lorenz, she'll be an outside hitter. Uh, Nikki Taylor will be my libero, which is like a defensive specialist. Uh, Alexis Cunningham is going to be a middle hitter for me. Brooke Michaelis is my setter. And Sarah Mason is a junior. She'll be an outside hitter. Okay, so predominantly juniors and seniors you have this year? This year I have five seniors, five wow. juniors, one sophomore, and one freshman. Okay. Wow. okay. And only six on the court at any given time, so right. pretty well stacked. Hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully yes. So who's going to take the spotlight then this year? It, you know, in all honesty, it could be any one of my seniors because you have to have defense to have setting, and you have to have setting to have hitting, so... You know, they all could step up and be a leader. It's just, you know, who catches that spotlight is going to be any given night what they do. Spoken like a true coach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make sure they all know that they have to bring it to the table. Um, So, Coach Damaris, uh, Blue Devil Volleyball at Winter Haven High School, what does that look like? It's it's looking a little intense. It's going to be pretty busy. Uh, There's no small opponent this year. Um, and our schedule, as well as everybody else, is pretty busy through the week. It's like we're almost having three games a week, and the rest of the days, well, we practice. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of dedication, a lot of hard work, and um, great chemistry in the group. Looking forward to a great season. That's good. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your players and who you have coming back? Coming back, we have Maya Mahan. She's a senior, middle, and right side senior um hope gorby she's an outside hitter um sydney schaefer outside hitter as well um i have four four seniors and seven juniors um seven juniors coming up out of them there's four that have been playing together for a very long time uh bailey bailey mack madison hughes uh, elena garber um, Roxanne Whitney, the outside hitters and setters. So these are players that have been playing together for quite a while. So that's why I'm talking about the chemistry in mm-hmm. the group and you know the teamwork and the camaraderie within them is, is really great and great to watch. Who's your team looking forward to meeting on the court this year? In the county, um, Lake, uh, obviously, Jenkins, um, in our district, Lakeland High School. Um, our, in our schedule, Lakeland, Jenkins, Santa Fe, um, All Saints this year has become much better than years past. So those are all the teams in the county that, like I say, there's no small opponent. And right. So. 
going to be sounds like a tough season for everyone, huh? I think that was the, you know, the fun even in our conversation last week with football is just the recognition that this is a very tough district. We we competed at a high level. So, you know, I think uh, Coach Strickland over at Kathleen Football was just pointing out that, you know, the, the teams get beat up because we just kind of beat up on each other because of the, the level of of play here. What about you, Coach Bach? What are the girls, uh, who are the girls looking forward to meeting on the court? Um, they always play up for Winter Haven. It's kind of that mm-hmm. always every year they just um, bring their A game. So I think what we're trying to do is just make them understand the fact that they need to play up regardless of their opponent because that is the toughest team that they're going to meet in that particular set. So as Coach Damara said, the county is full of talented volleyball teams. So I just say every team that we come up against, that's who we need to play our best. And Coach Bickerton, who are you looking forward to playing? Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Winter Haven for sure. We just played uh, Auburndale the other night at our preseason classic. It was a good match. Um, I'm also looking forward to playing Lakeland. Um, that game's going to be at Lakeland on September 8th. It will be broadcast live on Bright House. Wow, awesome. So that'll be an exciting match. The fans really come out and Mm-hmm. If you want to see a good volleyball match, they just go crazy there. So, <laughs> and we love that you know when Bright House comes out here that it, it, a lot of fans do make it out. They still go to the games. They still show that there's their support of our Polk County schools because that you know that broadcast goes beyond our our county. And so when we're competing with our Hillsborough County um, teams for some limelight on the TV screen, we like to let them know right. over here in Polk, <laughs> our kids play hard and our fans love them. And that's one of the great things about our county is we get to highlight, you know, all the positive things going on with the coaches and the students and the teachers in schools. So just that camaraderie and that feel, you know, we appreciate you all just being in here and, and you know, just tell us a little bit more about your programs because it's so many great things going on within our school system. So Jessica and I love our job every day and every week when we get a chance to share that um, on our Education Talk radio show. I feel like I'm back in the classroom. I get to sit, <laughs> sometimes sit with the students and really relive it with you guys because you're there firsthand with our students. Um, so, all right, uh, let's say U.S. Women's Volleyball, Rio, do you guys get any extra excitement in Olympic season um, because volleyball is kind of at the forefront? We do really well each year. Uh, do kids come out and suddenly they want to be the next Olympic <laughs> volleyball player? Oh, yeah. They, they are talking about it constantly and... They're trying to be them when they're out training. They're, well, it's a constant situation. They see it every time, so it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, funny because the boys really want to come out and play, and they're like, oh, why don't we have yeah. a boys team? Because in Polk County, we don't have boys volleyball yet. Um, we do have girls volleyball, but not boys. So they're all like, Coach, I could be on the team. I could be on the team. And you know, they're jumping up. They're hitting on the girls' net, and they look great, but <laughs> yep. it's not the hot boys. Same net, at Auburndale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to keep the conversation going when we get back from the break. We are talking fall sports all month long, and we will continue the conversation with our volleyball coaches. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and 96.7. 
We are back to school. We're back into the swing of things, and we're talking about our fall sports teams. We've invited all of our girls' teams to the show today, and uh, next week we'll be speaking with our boys' athletics. Uh, But I do want to remind you guys that this show is brought to you each and every week by our sponsors, which is Ridge and Travis Technical Colleges. And uh, they are located... um, close to you wherever you're at in this county um, to make available resources to you and your post-secondary explorations and desires and they offer eight of the top 10 fastest growing careers in the country as well as many others and you can find out about all the available programs on their websites ridge.edu and travis.edu. And on the phone with us, we have Paul Roberts from Lakeland High School. He's the girls golf coach. Are you there, Paul? I am. Yes, awesome. I am. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. So um, I thought how you guys were delayed. Was there a little bit of a delay out there with the weather? Or you guys did? were you able to get practice started? Well, we got practice started, and I'm actually on the golf course as we speak. So okay. what a great job. Okay. Well, good. Awesome. Well, we'll, um, we'll talk with you quickly, uh, but we've had a great show so far, and appreciate you representing the, the girls' um, golf uh, team. And tell us a little bit about your, your year and your season and your team and what it looks like. Okay. Um, our, we have one senior, Isabella Molina. Um, She's played all uh, all of her high school years. She shoots probably in the low 40s. Um, terrific student academically. She takes advanced placement classes. Um, Ashton Sells is a sophomore who was the winner this year in her age group at the Junior Florida Citrus. Um, we have two more sophomores, uh, Addie Kuntz and Kim Ann Vo, that played varsity last year. So we, we do have some experience. Um, we need more girls to come out and play. We don't have any freshmen, uh, and we probably are going to have about five girls for the season. So that's going to make it a little difficult. Right, right. Um, when do you have your first tournament, or when when will you guys start exactly the, the play? I mean, I know you're practicing. We start on Thursday. On Thursday, um, this Thursday? On, yes, on Thursday. And then we traditionally kick off with Lakeland Christian. Um, Coach Joyner has a great program there, and we – we kind of like to play each other the first first match out of the box just to get everybody calmed down and play with people they know and they've seen on the course. So that's uh, that's set for Thursday. Awesome, awesome. So what does golf in Polk County look like for our whole county? What does it look like from your perspective? You know, that's a really, really good question. Here on the, um, on the west side of the county, because of Cleveland Heights and the support we get from them and the staff and Keith Whiteman and everything that the Heights does, we, we have – Lots of girls that come out and play. I see them here all the time. Um, there's some teams, some schools who aren't even able to field a team because of facilities, uh, which is really sad. Um, other schools, uh, Kathleen, I know they're they're in the midst of building a program. Their coach is tenacious in recruiting uh, girls and getting them to play, and that's an up-and-coming program. And like I mentioned, Coach Joyner on this side, um, he's, he's just an institution. He's been here for a long time. Um, the east side of the county, I know, I, I don't believe Haines City is going to field a team this year, and Ridge will have a team, but once again, probably just a, a few girls, five or six. So it's it, it's hit and miss. Last year was an awesome year. Uh, we had lots of really great players in the county. Um, this year we have a few really, really good players. So um, I just wish we had more more schools fielding teams. 
Right, right. Well, we definitely appreciate your time and your support and dedication that you give to the student athletes. And um, we look forward to hearing more about the season and uh, we wish you best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great practice and, and good luck with everything. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. And so we uh, we uh, we do still have our volleyball coaches here in the studio. And I appreciate you guys letting us have that conversation um, as we just kind of expand the conversation about all of our girls' athletics and uh, and our coaches. We know you've made a sacrifice to try to um, make it here in the midst of practices and really in the fall. There are teams playing pretty much every day of the week. Practice is happening every day of the week. I couldn't believe you were telling me that you have three games a week, uh, a week in volleyball, Coach. Many weeks. That's correct. That's some commitment right there. How do the girls get their homework done? Right after practice. <laughs> well, well, like, well, like we have a game tonight at Lakeland Christian. So while JV is playing, varsity could be sitting in the bleachers doing some homework. And then while varsity's playing, JV might be sitting in the bleachers doing some homework while they're cheering also. So it's double duty all the time. Yeah. And what are the academic requirements for um, girls to play athletic sports? They have to have a 2.0. Um, if they come in as a freshman and they're below that, they can be put on a contract. But as of for me personally, I expect them to have a 2.0 even higher than that. We try to check everybody's grades at least every other week, make sure that they have A's, B's, and C's, and anyone that's struggling, we want to go in and help them if they need to get a tutor or sit down and have some study time. We try to work with that, too. So mm -hmm. That's the same thing at Auburndale. We have what's called Houndtown, and it allows the kids to go into a room, work on their homework in a quiet space without getting any interruptions. Um, that helps. And after school, because our practices are later, um, Neither of us teach there at Auburndale High School, so we have our practices a little bit later, and that allows them the time to get that done. And we also encourage them to speak with one another because you're not the only one that's going through this. You have girls that are in the upper classes, and they can help you with that thing. And we have really good student athletes. They are really good, and they're there to be supportive. So we try to encourage them to communicate that and use one another. And at Winter Haven, Coach Damaris? Uh, at Winter Haven, um, we started, when I started there, <clears throat> I, I um, started training them together, and um, everybody liked the idea of coming in right after school, because then we'll train for two hours, and then they're, they're going home and doing, you know, taking care of the responsibilities with homework and any kind of assignment related to school. Um, and uh, we'll use it, you know, the majority of these kids are participating in volleyball. Um, nowadays, on the, the past five years, I might say, they're all looking into playing college volleyball. So they are very aware of academics. Um, it's very important. It's not only trying to maintain a 2.0. Um, we were fortunate that we have a great group two years ago, and we, we actually uh, were champions in academic. In, in the, we won that too. Yeah, you did. That. <laughs> so, but you know, that's on that perspective. You know, the the kids are well well aware that academics is really important. And on that same token, that's why we try to do practices early because I actually want them to go home early. Mm -hmm. Nice. We've had great conversation, and and we all know that. I mean, 
being in a sport takes a lot of skill, but there's also other things that the student athletes learn, you know, from being in team sports. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what else the girls can learn from being in these team sports. I'll start with that. Um, at Auburndale High School, we have partnered with Caldwell Elementary to participate in the Shine program, which basically we have our student athletes agree to meet with a particular student. They're kind of assigned and once a week and go over flashcards with these students. Um, and we found that the overall success of that is just huge. Um, these young people, these young students, when our volleyball players go, they look forward to seeing them. They will show up to school on that particular day when their volleyball player is coming to do the flashcards. And, and they really look forward to it, and it improves their overall test scores. So it teaches our kids about giving back to mm -hmm. the community. And I think that's huge because Auburndale's community is extremely supportive of all of the clubs and athletic programs and the academics at Auburndale. And so these student athletes can get a feel for what the real world is. That's pretty cool. Coach D? Um, well, they're, they're constantly getting together. They, I know there's a group of kids that go to elementary school as well and uh, help the kids read or do math, you know, any kind of uh, subject with their school, they participate there. Yeah, we, we find that um, when the kids go out and work with other kids, whether it be with academics or sports, kid, you learn when you teach somebody something. Every time I go out on the court and I teach the girls something, I'm learning something too. That's the truth. So as the girls go out and they're helping people, they're learning more. When they go out and teach little kids how to play volleyball, they will see something that I have told them a thousand times, and it hit them right then because they were teaching the same thing. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the bright futures and the, the amount of community service hours they have to get to uh, go to college, so they all get to help in the community. Well, uh, we like to thank you, coaches, for joining us um, for the last few segments in um, talking volleyball. Uh, I didn't see as much fighting at the table as I was hoping for. <laughs> Sorry so about hopefully that. you're saving it for the court, and uh, we guys we wish you all the best of luck. When we get back, we're going to continue the conversation about our girls' athletics teams. You're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and 96.7. Welcome back to Education Talk. We have had a fun-filled afternoon, Jeanette. We've uh, had a lot of people in the studio today. We're talking girls' athletics for our fall sports season. And uh, I don't know, Jeanette, do you have any um, predictions on who's going to take it away this year? <laughs> we try not to. No, like, I mean, it sounds like, you know, some of the volleyball teams are really strong, you know, hearing um, a lot of the, the teams and the past uh, girls coming back. So it, I, I see that. I can see that as being strong. Well, um, next week, you know, we're going to have the guys in the studio and uh, we'll be talking again cross country, which is, you know, your area of expertise. I defer to you on all things running. Um, and then, of course, we'll have some golf coaches in the studio. We'll also be talking swimming. And, you know, uh, we do also want to recognize that we do have um, girls swimming teams. They Coach Edwards over there at Winter Haven High School, she expressed that they are unable to join us because I, I think we can give them a pass. They are currently <laughs> hosting a swim meet this afternoon. Um, but if we're talking swimming. I want to point out that, you know, we've got s some great swimmers here in the county. And you can look to uh, Bartow High School senior swimmer, Kimmy Chang. She uh, will be putting up some fast times in the pool this year. 
But if you really want to look at it, it is a team sport. And uh, Chang's probably going to be chasing down the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, who are quite comfortable in the water. And they're looking like they're the team to beat in Polk County this year. That'll be exciting to hear those results, you know, once the season gets going. And as we referenced, you know, Rio, every Olympic season, everybody gets so excited about these sports. The summer sports um, are highlighted, and those are the ones on uh, on the field right now. Did you have a favorite this summer? I, you know, I love I, I love the Olympics, and so I think I was watching them every night. It was hard to, you know, shut the TV off and go to bed because I'm like, I just wanted to watch them. But um, track and field, cross country, I mean, seeing the women's marathon last weekend. It was not this past weekend. They just did the men's on um, Sunday. But seeing our women play six, seven, and nine, I actually had an opportunity to meet Shalane Flanagan, who plays six for the United States. So I've met her twice. (laughs) So it's pretty awesome to see her. And I actually talked to her about some of the training and her focus and stuff. So amazing opportunity to meet the athletes. Yeah, we were, I was looking at their times, and um, they can run a marathon about as long as it takes me, as I mentioned, to get around Lake Hollingsworth twice. <laughs> just the endurance and the speed and just the focus and training. And I have to remind myself that this is what they do full time, Jessica. <laughs> they don't do any other work. Some of them, you know, do have children, but um, some don't. And they get to work and run full time. You posted a really <laughs> respectable time at the Boston Marathon. You aren't too far off their numbers. I know to you as a runner, it's way off, but to me, it was fabulous. <laughs> well, I just, um, I enjoy it because it keeps me in shape and um, it keeps me motivated and also inspiring others. You know, not everybody loves to run. Not everybody loves, um, you know, to do what I do. But as long as you just keep yourself moving and active and I can continue to be a positive example to my boys and those around me. So we're going to start wrapping up our show for this week. Promotions that we have going on. Um we know that school is officially underway, and it's been busy, busy for all our schools and all our departments at the district. But we want to remind you, you heard a clip uh, earlier about the back to school, so resources. So make sure you check the district website. We do have a special message, a school messenger. So if you want to receive these messages from your child's school, you do need to choose now to opt in. Um, please take a look at the district's website, polk-fl.net, for all the updated information. We also have our Facebook page, so like us there and follow us on social media so that you're aware about what's going on within our Polk County schools. We also have um, Education Talk uh, Facebook page, too, so you can know what we're going to be talking about and what's coming up as well. So, um the Florida Department of Health in Polk County reminds you to take proper um, steps to stay healthy this school year. So it's all about le- leading the healthy lifestyle. And so eating good is also a part of that. So we want five. Um, as always, you can join the discussion with us, too, um, every week at radio at Polk fl.net. So send us your comments. Share the good news about what's happening here in Polk County and have a great evening, everyone. All right, and uh, one final message. As she said, you can opt in, and we've got more for you on that. Due to recent changes in federal rules that cover school communications, we need to get your permission to continue calling you with our School Messenger Communicate notification system for non-emergency school situations. There are many types of calls that aren't considered emergencies but are still important. 
you can easily give us your permission by visiting the School Messenger Info Center website. Go to schoolmessenger.com slash start to sign in. Or create an account by clicking sign up on the top right menu. Once you've signed in, you can choose how you want to be contacted. Preferences are based on the category of message, from emergencies to school activities. You will also be able to listen to and read any messages from the school. That way, you won't miss a thing. And you can sign back in to change your preferences at any time. Remember, if you do not give us permission, we will no longer be able to use our automated voice dialing system to contact you in non-emergency situations. So please log in to InfoCenter and update your preferences today. To sign up or learn more about InfoCenter, visit schoolmessenger.com start. Company present Dollars and Cents with your host, Laura Hawley. Wednesdays at 5 on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. 